0: This episode of The Instance is brought to you by our long-standing friends, Doghouse Systems at DoghouseSystems.com. I got a brand new rig from these guys. It's sitting right over here. It has custom artwork I made that I got to print on the side of the thing. You guys should see it. More on that later. There's all kinds of cool stuff coming with that. But anyway, internally, I've got all the best components. I've got this rad new case that lets me transparently see what's going on in there. And every game I play runs incredibly well. Everything. And I mean everything. I've yet to have a game that will not perform outrageously well. It's a little embarrassing, but it's amazing. I love this rig. You're going to love yours too. If you like quality components, good warranties, and great people, there's nobody better in this business than DogHouseSystems.com. Go there now and use the code FROGPANTS at checkout to get additional rad stuff. That's DogHouseSystems.com and the code FROGPANTS. You are listening to The Instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 492. We are here today with the following human beings. I'm Scott Johnson, joined by Patrick Beja in Helsinki, soon to be France. Hello, Patrick. Hey, how is it going? Fine. How are you? Are You doing all right? We got a little. I'm pr- okay.
1: Yeah. Um. There might be a little bit of uh background noise because there's apparently a uh, fighter jet fiesta above Helsinki today.
0: Oh, What does that mean? What, what a fiesta? Is yeah. That, they're like, they're so fighter basically fighter jets turning 15 <laughs> and it's having a
2: fiesta.
1: Not quite. Um, okay. but Almost. Basically, the government is buying a lot of fighter jets um, and they're showing them off to the population to see what they're getting for their tax dollars. Oh, because given the situation and the fact that uh, the country has a border with Russia, it's like, hey, maybe it would be a good time to get some more efficient army Mm. forces.
0: Yeah, beef up your uh, beef up your defenses. I understand that. Sure. Why not? Why not? In a world of paranoid paranoia. Let's uh let's let's spend <laughs> yeah. trillions on new planes. I get it. Where'd you buy yeah. those from? In the,
1: in the case of Finland, you know they have a history to support that paranoia. Oh, but, sure.
0: Uh, no, I understand it. I mean they're all see through and very delicate. I understand how it works over there. So here's my question: They can
1: fly planes.
0: <laughs> uh, they
1: there was some synchronized flying, which was very impre- impressive.
0: Do they? Uh, do they? Buy, who bought? Who'd they buy the planes from? They get them from us. So I'm not sure. Apparently,
1: this is completely instance related, but uh, I didn't go out
0: today. I was working,
1: but my wife did go out for a little bit. And she told me that there were Lockheed Martin and um, and uh, Rafale uh, <laughs> representatives <laughs> handing out coffee and hats and uh, candy and stuff like that in the park. Wow.
0: It was like super weird. Make Finland but, great um, again. Yeah, right?
1: The, so apparently it's yeah. between Lockheed Martin and Rafale. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe it's like the two the last two contestants and they're trying to woo the public by giving them uh
0: candy. Lockheed Martin I'm familiar with. The other name you said sounded like you were vomiting. Oh, what, wh- it's, was it's French
1: oh. uh/European Rafale. It's it's pretty good fighter planes. All right. They're, well,
0: they're all right, well there you go. Some of those planes may or may not find themselves in a base in Texas <laughs> one day where Dill's could see them. Hello Dill's. <laughs> Uh, hello. A little transition there for you. How do you like oh, that? Any fighter planes above your head today? Yeah, you don't All have the any.
3: Way to Austin, Texas. Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> you don't have There's any fiestas, airborne fiestas happening there. Probably not so much today. Uh,
3: not that I'm aware of. Um, I will admit that sometimes I don't go outside very often just <laughs> to, to check in the sky. <laughs> Yeah. and uh see what what air activity is going on there could be you know, there for all i know it could be, uh, it could be a no-fly zone
0: over yeah they, that's how they get you you got to be careful because if you go outside yeah, no no don't
3: go outside people come on <laughs> stay in. Yeah. until, to Texas. Yeah. Don't go until out there.
1: you actually check the the planes uh, are both uh, there and not there at the same yeah. time
3: schrodinger's planes oh. schrodinger's uh... planes well done <laughs> I do actually live the closest of anybody in my family to the airport. Yeah. So one thing that I am tasked with involving airplanes is I am the, uh, I'm the de facto
0: airplane picker upper guy okay. here in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I am I feel like I'm in the presence of some real knowledgeable stuff. This is good. Uh, well, anyway, it's good to be here, everybody. No Terpster today unless he pops in. They're doing a, the August is doing a big move, and I think they're in the middle of all that. So pardon their dust while, uh, well, he's gone. They're Brexiting? They're Brexiting the building, oh, okay. yeah. They're out. Brexiting
3: the building going to a different one? Yeah,
0: like right. like Elvis, Bre- Brexit has left the building and they're off to some other building where they're decorating it, adorning it with their many YouTube awards and I don't know what all, what all BS is getting put up on those walls, but it looks like quite I'd the fancy dance They're
3: affected by what? the whole YouTube fiasco. No, I don't know. I, you'd
0: have to think there'd be some. Probably not much, right? Because well, they're,
3: they're very sure family-friendly some. content in most cases, although they do... Use uh, they drop some f bombs from time to time. Yeah, they
0: drop the f's. um They don't make Nazi jokes, so that helps. No. Uh, <laughs> what else they so do? There's all a sorts thing of weird stuff. Like channel. wrestling, yeah.
3: Uh, channels have been hit, and all sorts of weird things where people are making way less, like a quarter of the money they were making. Yeah, not and even just like in some oh, cases.
0: percent. Yeah, in some cases, I've heard like ten percent of what they used to do. It depends, yeah, I think it depends. I, I think
1: it affects almost everyone randomly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like maybe, I
3: used to make five dollars a month on YouTube, but now it's down to two fifty. Jeez!
1: Wow, you really got dinged. But dude. maybe you know, maybe the Yulks cast are getting a, a special treatment because you want to keep those guys happy.
0: Yeah, sure. I, I, I wonder about that because you heard you heard some high level YouTubers complain, but not too many. And I thought, hmm, I bet those guys have had some private meetings, yeah. some, uh, some 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 mm-hmm. reaching outs that said, "Hey, don't worry, we're going to keep you guys okay because." The last thing YouTube right now needs is a mass exodus. The thing is, where would everyone go? Vimeo? I mean, where are you going to go? There's nowhere <laughs> to go. So oh, if, right? if if Derp, Sir was here, he would say,
1: uh, uh, I can't really comment. Uh, <laughs> Scott, I've seen people. uh <laughs> Um, that was my best
0: impression. That was uh, so really, Terpster, really bad.
3: Terpster, how's your, uh, how's your, your, your kid and your wife? Well, I got an NDA, so yeah. I can't really talk too much <laughs> about
0: it. But here's what Terpster would say if he was here. I'll tell you, I'm in very excited. This is what he would say right here. In 29 days, I'll be, I'll be inside you. There you go. That's true. Uh, it's actually less than that now. In like 20 days, Terpster will be inside us uh, here at, in Salt Lake City for uh, Nerdtacular. So anyway, we hope Please. he's well. Yeah. At, what's happening yeah i did i know it's the last nertacular <laughs> but i didn't realize that was the kind of activity well, that we're we're, fin- we're finishing it in grand style you know you gotta mm-hmm. have uh, that all sort right. of thing you uh, had a cheesy trode yeah, okay anyway <laughs> it's almost like he's here anyway so uh let's get into it uh we're focusing on world of warcraft today a specific part of world of warcraft what brought this to mind was the i won't say recent spate certainly if you watch twitch at all you've seen years now of the most popular things that happen on on uh, Twitch are multiplayer experiences. Every once in a while a single player game will come along and it will it will do well in the top spots for a few days and then that tapers off but then we're back to League of Legends and Hearthstone and uh, in the case of these days the Player Unknowns Battlegrounds is always up there at number 2 or number 1. And um, they got me to thinking about PVP in general and it just so happens this is the week that Blizzard announced the one didn't announce but they put up on their main site an esports section to the world of warcraft page that's never been there before um it's very nice got some nice background video of people doing arena stuff on stage and and all the things you'd expect and i picture holinka back at the office smiling at what they've done here and they've created kind of a cool thing and and all that's great and everything but it got me to thinking about pvp in this game uh where it started, where it's been, and we've touched on it a million times on the show over the years, talked about how good it is at any given time or what problems it may have had, what were the best days. Some would still say Wrath of the Lich King saw the height of of uh, PvP and the way it tied into PvE was maybe at its most interesting at that point. Some would say today it's the most uh, compelling for a new player to to see that they can do progression in a way that... Feels familiar for their PVE exploits in the game. Um, so there's a lot there and they've tried for a very long time to make it a meaningful part of the game. But I think, you know, this many years in, it's worth kind of going back to and saying, how are they doing? Like, is it, is it still a thing that's needed? Does it feel forced? Is it perfectly well done? Does it matter? Uh, there are still a lot of players that say, well, I just go to Warcraft for the Warcraftiness, and I don't care about PvP. And there's some who, once they get into PvP, that's all they want to do is spend time in there. Um, so after playing uh, PUBG with uh, Dills last night, it got it, I had a thought pop in my head. Uh, is it time, maybe, for the game to get away from arenas and battlegrounds being the focus and maybe take it into a place that we're, we haven't seen yet. And by that, I mean not even seen in other Blizzard titles. Because right now, you could argue the best PvP in the Blizzard tent is had elsewhere. You could have better PvP experiences in Overwatch, or in Heroes of the Storm, or even in StarCraft. and or Hearthstone. Or Hearthstone, guess, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, I mean, those are all points of argument, but but I think that's a valid point. And every time, so you
1: want wow, PUBG? I I first of, well, of all, that's a lot of initials, it's a
0: lot uh, of initials, a little bit too many. I, I agree, but I but wow, wow already has BG, it so has WOW BG for sure. In fact, yes, it just doesn't have P, no, no, I, I think,
3: no, I think there's it's an interesting point you make, and I, I think we talked about this at some point in the past, but right now, the only uh essentially professional and presented version of PvP that we see from World of Warcraft is it's deathmatch it's mm-hmm. three person deathmatch
0: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
3: we do not see it's 40 person battleground presented as like a viable pvp option right, right. or right. any tour any sort of a uh, uh, objection based objective based yeah. Uh, yeah 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 objective based uh you know type scenario like it's all just here kill these guys kill these other guys mm-hmm. as fast as possible yeah and is that necessarily the best way to for people to watch it if if you don't play arena, do you know what the hell is happening? Right? Yeah. Like, uh, And also essentially, what are you watching when you're watching wow arena? You're, you're basically watching health bars and how <laughs> low or high they are. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think for a lot of people, that's not very exciting and sure. There's very exciting moments and tension builds. The guy's health bar is real low. Is he going to die? Oh, he didn't die. Uh, And that's, only really exciting when you understand what it means to be incredibly low and how hard a team actually worked to get one guy's health bar down really low. Mm-hmm. But the work that goes into that is not seen. It's not obvious. Right. Uh, in, th- in the same way that maybe picking up a flag and running across a field is very obvious what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So, sure. Yeah. I, the- I think you're onto something like it. not necessarily a survival based battleground like what PUBG does, but some sort of a battleground scenario where you have to go and do something that's easy for people to tell similar to like football i understand what's happening mm-hmm. even if i don't know anything about football i'm watching one team progress across the map right yeah Essentially.
0: and the way that the reason i bring up the PUBG example um because obviously there's no one-to-one here but the the one thing that makes that concept work you could make a big map and have everybody kind of go to a place and gear up and then fight but that's boring if you don't have this big circle that's closing in on you. And I know some other Battle Royale games have done this as well. Um, H1Z1 has a similar model. But the, the idea that your map or your play space is uh, both randomly and uh, regularly shrinking in size so that the number of players that are out there ha- are n- naturally going to be eliminating each other because if they stand outside of that shrinking zone, they die. And it got me to thinking: How interesting would that possibly be in World of Warcraft in a PvP scenario, where you don't necessarily drop down with nothing and have to go buy, find a bunch of gear or something like that? But maybe there's some P some PVE NPC style stuff you could do to get some bonuses, or you know, to have I don't know what it would be. It could be just stat stuff, but it could also be items that you could use, like one-off items that you'd throw out or use as a uh, you know as an ability, kind of like you do in. In, in questing, you'll get a, a, a grenade launcher type thing or something that you got to go blow up some horde encampments with. It's like that. You maybe you get some bonuses that way. Sure. And then you, you know, this. Or how time- about even vehicles? Like,
3: what about uh, you know, popping into uh, some sort of a catapult or like mm-hmm. winter winter grasp style tanking? things and all that kind
0: of sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Seeds vehicles. You know, there's loads of ideas that can be thrown in. Right, exactly. It could be uh, you only get mounts if you do a certain thing. Like, there's a lot that could it could be done there, and then as this thing shrinks, the fight is brought closer and closer together, and by the end one man stands. The other thing I like about that is that when you die, you don't have to hang around. You just get out and go in again. And people keep... I, I think people uh, who are playing PUBG understand this, but I think if you're watching it from afar, it may not. this may not make a lot of sense. When you're playing that game, if you're the last guy left or the third guy left or 63 of 100 left, it doesn't matter. When you die, you can get back in. If you're in with a squad, you can watch your friends go until they die and then you just get back in and do another game and there's a whole other 100 people waiting for you. Something about that says to me that WoW could do something in this area, but not even this specifically. I guess all I'm saying is, are we content and is Blizzard content with Arena being your main face of the eSport itself, which is, you know, way down the ladder in terms of interest from the, from the, uh, from the audience compared it's the, to... It's
3: the general public's interest. So that's, I think, the issue is, is that as far as skill base is concerned, I think Arena does offer your best option mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the way that Warcraft works, right? In the, in the way that the game works, uh, if you're offering... Ba- like battlegrounds are generally a stepping stone to what is then considered the true skill test of can you interrupt my spell cast or not? Yeah, uh, which is arena, right? right? So it's it's interesting that just because of how the game actually functions, it's never really even been kind of thought of as a as a you know just a place for that type of gameplay to exist, right? We have that, but it's more it's presented more for the casual player. What Winter Grasp was would be a really interesting thing, I think, to watch, right? Like, Mm -hmm. watching two giant teams collide, there's objectives all over the map, picking those objectives up actually helps do the main objective, which is to, you know, break through the fortress, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, One team's defending, one team's attacking, that kind of thing. That would be so much more interesting, I think, for the layman to watch, Mm -hmm. but the the pro player the people who play wow still kind of all contend that arena is the true test mm. of pvp skill so i think that's where there's like a little bit of a disconnect
0: yeah is
3: what the what the best players in the world think is the true test of their skill is not what is interesting for anybody else to watch right and that's very hard to bridge that gap you know how do you because there's two there's like two main objectives i think in pvp if you're talking about like what uh as far as so one is how do we get a lot of people who don't play PvP to want to play it,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
3: So how do we get Scott to want to play it, right? <laughs> and I know, Patrick, used to play a lot of PvP. I know you play on a PvP server. Um, so, like, uh, PvP is not something you're, like, foreign to, but I don't think now you currently play it as much as you used to, right? So it's like, how do you get, like, you to stay interested? And then how do you get the top guys in the world to uh, be happy, with the state of pvp as well right right it's, right. There's it's like there's two types of players you got to get and then how do you get people to want to watch the damn thing patrick
0: so. you still you still on the pvp server do you get ganked and stuff like is it still the pvp kind of vibe or is it is everyone over that and they just sort of do what they got to do and nobody cares and no one tries to gank anybody
1: well so i'm gonna answer you but first let me tell you a little bit more about those planes <laughs>
0: um they no okay uh, <laughs>
1: You know, <laughs> I do think that. Uh, so for me, yeah, I do get ganked every once in a while. Honestly, the PvP servers, I'm not really interested in anymore. I'm just there, and it would cost me a little bit of money to move all my characters to another one, so mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's I don't think it's a thing anymore. Um, but related to that, and to what Dills was saying. I did used to play a lot of PvP, uh, probably around the period you were talking about, Scott. uh, Wrath, maybe a little bit before. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did play a lot of uh, Battlegrounds and some arenas even.
2: Um,
1: I had a friend with whom we would go into arenas very, very regularly. But I do think that, not even talking about the esports aspect, uh, when you talk about players in the game, um, there are some people who love PvP. And that is almost all they're going to do. That is their thing. They go into WoW to play PvP, and they, you know, when the new expansion comes out, they rush to the max level, and they just want to jump into the arenas and battlegrounds, and that's what they do. Um, but I do think that for a lot of people, PvP is a side thing. And remember the the period we're talking about, uh, you know, Burning Crusade, um, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm was the period when WoW wasn't just a game, it was a, a way of life. Yeah. And people who were playing WoW were playing it multiple hours a day. So when you're playing it multiple hours a day, especially in a world where you don't have as uh, much of a super-developed World Quest system and you a know, bunch of things that keep you occupied, you play the game for a little bit, and then you still want to play it but you've exhausted your uh your available options in PvE so at that point you turn to PvP. Mm. I do think that a lot of people went that way and that's why you know PvP was so popular uh back in the day. I'm sh- I'm sure it's still very popular but I'm also quite certain that a lot of people like me uh, get their fill of PvE in uh wow and then you know even if they do want to go PvP, they're going to go to Heroes or Hearthstone or Overwatch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I did, you know, preparing for this show, I did jump back, jump back into a few Battlegrounds. Um, and, and it was fun. But it did, I mean, first of all, I don't know if it's my, you know, I'm used to uh, Heroes or, or Overwatch now. But people take a long time to die. <laughs> I mean oh, yeah. wow it's, yeah. it's it's is it like the state of PVP now or was it always like this I can't even remember uh, it's always it's like, been
3: somewhat like this but it might be
1: more like, now he, right? healers
3: are very powerful in PVP
1: right more now, than they sure, were it feels yeah. and yeah i i i've often played a healer in PVP so that's what i'm used to but um but yeah so i mean it was it was fun i think it was it was absolutely fun and if that was you know, if WoW was the only game I played... Oh, by the way, I got my uh, class mount.
0: So oh, well that, done. I, yeah, nicely suit. done, dude. Yeah. That was this week? Yep. Yeah, I well. got it.
1: Uh, well, I think it's available from last week, maybe, but I just got it today. Oh.
0: And, uh, you know,
1: I play a Druid, and all of the class mounts are awesome-looking. Like, literally, they inspire awe. Mm. You know, they are amazing the druid flight form is it's it's this weird owl that is like it, i kind of think of it as you know it's as if uh winston churchill had a mustache and was an owl mm. it's kind of like it a weird, <laughs> and it's that's the that's the mouth that that's the the flight form what an cool, odd comparison as,
0: that's really funny
1: it's not as as cool as the others but yeah. yeah so anyway so that that is super cool i'm really enjoying it um but yeah so i did jump into the pvp it was fun and if wow was my only game i think i would enjoy it a lot but given the fact that there these kinds of experiences i can get elsewhere i'm wondering if you know other people aren't in that same um frame of mind yeah and but what you're talking about scott is intriguing. I don't know if it can be done, but something different in a in a you know player versus player environment, but not necessarily, um, you know, one objective that everyone has to congregate to to create a team fight, um, might be interesting. I think it would be game design wise incredibly challenging,
3: incredibly difficult. But but I think they did something really amazing with Winner Grasp, and I, mm-hmm. I think you can take that as kind of your template. To then do something mm. in between that and arena, mm-hmm. right? Because Wintergrass, we think about it was just this giant horde versus alliance thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But what if you I took teams? Wintergrass. Oh, it was amazing, right? Like to me, that was the height of PvP. Like was mm-hmm. that era where I would go in and I would do, I would literally play that all day. I would just once it was done, yeah. I would hit up the the you know the the PVE content. The first time I completed it and won, and then I would just queue for that the whole rest of the day, and you knew. You know, every forty-five minutes or so, you'd be going back into Wintergrass and doing it all over again. Um, and some matches were terrible, and you were getting camped in your graveyard. And some matches were <laughs> tight, and you know, you didn't know who was going to get there
0: at the, the very end. Uh, at the time, there amazing. were haters, though. Oh, of yeah, of, people,
1: course. Oh, of course. Wintergrass broken. blah. blah, blah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah well, there,
0: there always they're is going to be. Body. But I, I remember my favorite thing about Wintergrass was probably this feeling of here I am doing something different. It's fun, and I'm doing it with my friends uh when it popped it was like all right you guys stop what you're doing let's go let's go like there was that aspect to it where it felt emergent and, and immediate and then when you got out there and did whatever you had to do and if you won you unlocked a serious reason to to want to do it because you could go pve that big whatever's name was and get some algalon. yeah Algolon and get some damn gear was it? no it no not algalon. That's not algalon uh, no. uh uh, some, the, the some, some giant some, something things. with an apostrophe in his name i'm sure of that but anyway you'd go <laughs> fight that guy you'd get some real gear that you could use in your raids and and it was like a i don't know it was like this really great confluence of the two game types that played really but well also together. You, could,
3: you could be not a pvp and go in there and feel like you were doing something that mattered right yeah because you could go and you know get get the tank or whatever or you could run off and then do like the little questy things that were part of stuff or you could just get into the the horde of people Mm -hmm. like all fighting and just try to like pick people off or
0: heal somebody or do something Mm -hmm.
3: and uh uh vault of archivon was the
0: thing. oh archivon that's it he looked like a big uh Um, whatever he was he was hard at first i remember it was yeah, just, and then was there was the great. thing
3: where you'd pull all the bosses together and kill them all for the achievement. That was really fun. <laughs> uh, but you yeah, know, so, but I mean, you, totally you didn't graphic. have to be a hardcore guy, right, mm-hmm. to enjoy yeah. Wintergrasp. So. Right.
1: I, they did. They tried to to replicate it with Ashran, and there were a couple of other. And Tolvarad, I mean, it was fun. Yeah, them. The I don't even with remember what Tolbrad was.
3: Tolborad was uh, was like the first step in the oh. wrong direction, and then yeah, Ashran <laughs> was much better. Right. 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 Zolrad was fine for a while, and then it just kind of. They were like, Mm. "This doesn't keep me the way that Wintergrass did." So
1: yeah, you know, Tolbarad was the one with the five. I liked Tolbarad; it didn't keep me, but I think there was something there that was compelling. Towers or
3: whatever.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, but you know, it's funny talking about all of this. Kind of makes me wish, uh, wish and wonder if it's time to get back to something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I do have very fond memories of those experiences and they've stayed away from it uh for a little while and i'm wondering if yeah now it might not be the time to try something not exactly the same but i'm sort of getting sold on this idea mm-hmm. that um it could get people a little bit more interested in in pvp just
0: the large scale aspect of it and then again the emergence of of Wintergrasp was what i liked and maybe that didn't maybe that couldn't sustain itself because too many people are like you can't be bothered i'm playing solo like whatever i don't know i don't know what the internals look like on this kind of stuff but i just remember loving that feeling of somebody in the guild would go guys winter graphs it's open let's go like, every,
3: like yeah and then suddenly you'd have like 40 AIE people going yeah and it stuff. was amazing raid and, it, yeah f- it felt mm-hmm. like I, a, I a, it felt really, a really special cool. it was really good it could be a very cool combination, I think, where you have three or five man teams on a big map and you have a whole bunch of teams and you're all trying to kind of go for like one objective that ends up bringing people together. And I don't know if you So have not just Horde versus
1: a Lion, but like a yeah. number of teams that have to do something and... They might yeah. get teamed up against or team up. Yeah, yeah like that, you're that, running to go cap yeah. something
3: with your five guys, and then five other guys show up there and you get into a fight with them, and then, oh, God, here's another five guys. Yeah. What do we do now? Uh, you know, like, and that, that could be some be really interesting stuff interesting, going on in there.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, we've then never if never really die, like then you're, 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 you can queue up to another one. Well, you maybe, you just yeah, have maybe that's the way to do it because, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe that's the way to do it because if you do it, you know, a free for all, um, PUBG g style although i guess PUBG g you can have teams but you can have teams, um yeah yeah in that case you don't you, you, the balance the the per character per class balance becomes an issue but if it's a team of five people or even three then you can work it into something that uh yeah
0: that oh imagine be, just being yeah. able to make a squad between one let's say between one and four so it can be you alone uh, or you but it has do it. to be the same numbers of. Oh, but you get grouped up. Well, the, the way it works in PUBG is you can. I mean, again, I, that game's such a different genre that it's hard to make the comparison. You can't really
3: compare them one to one. Just no, the,
0: the class. There's yeah. classes in. Exactly. Wow,
3: I guess you could kind of say like, hey, I picked up a sniper rifle,
1: so I'm a sniper
3: yeah. class now. Yeah, but exactly. It's not, the it's not really
0: the same, but the structure structurally, I think it's it bears the comparison. So if we if you go in and you say the way it works in that game is like, well, I've got two or more of us, so that's a squad, and it could be two or it could be four but you can queue into the squad system. I don't see why you couldn't do that in Warcraft. Have between two and five or whatever it is. Uh, otherwise, it's a solo queue. And you get in there, and you do what you got to do, and maybe you control when the map shrinks because you're commanding certain part of the land, or I don't know what oh, it is. It doesn't is. even... It
1: doesn't have to be that mechanic of map shrinking. It can. You it
3: know, just really has to even. have
0: objectives that force you to go to those places. Yeah, you really, need to go you know? fight. That's really the mechanic yeah. I'm, that I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah,
3: and that's easy to implement because you just put stuff like you have to hold this, this, you know, for a certain period of time, and if you do, your team gains like you know resources a la Arathi Basin or something, and then mm-hmm. it's like a race to gain you know 100 resources. Yeah. Something like that, and you could, and you could have things around the map like if the team, the first team to kind of arrive maybe has a little bit of an advantage because maybe they can turtle up a little bit and and use stuff like, uh you know, they could they could get into a, a cannon or something. And then the other teams <laughs> that show up later could have some sort of advantage when sieging because maybe they could get a vehicle from the side and come and bring it in and yeah. try to... You know, there could be different things you could do. And I mean, if key you there, kind of make sorry. the one thing very interesting, mm-hmm. then this could be used as the main, like, PvP map that's that people would find interesting to watch who don't necessarily play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the key. It's like, how do we make it interesting for more people to watch? Cause all this is great. I'm looking at this page. You talked about Scott, the yeah. arena world championship page. Yeah. It looks so damn exciting. Yeah. But the reality is we were all at BlizzCon <laughs> last year, right? Were you, were you there, Patrick? <laughs> yeah, he was there. Yeah. 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 So did you remember walking by the overwatch stage and the hearthstone oh. stage yep. and the Heroes stage and then walking by the wow stage and being like, <laughs> Hmm. Something's, something's not as exciting to everybody about this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so how do we, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like you make it, you got to make a fun for everybody to play, but then you also have to, like, add things that people want to watch. Yeah. And I think that's what this kind of idea could really do.
0: Well, all right. So to get back to something, the thing that drew me in as a player for Wintergrass was not the minute-to-minute action of it necessarily. It was that it was tied into the world in a way that felt natural and didn't feel contrived. So that's what I would want moving forward is something that felt not apart from the world but part of it. Wintergrass was sort of centrally located. It wasn't some weird thing you 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 had to go sort of, you know, instance into necessarily. Um it felt like you could just fly over there because you could. Uh, you could. It was just yeah, part but by of. By the, the world. end,
1: it was basically instanced because yeah. you had so many issues. That's but true. Yeah. But it was. But you
0: used to have
3: all the people hovered around the portal though, which was kind of cool. Yeah, in Valorant, trying to get in. Waiting. Sure. To go. Yeah.
0: And that's that was something about that where it felt like you you it's part of the continuum just as much as a legion invasion feels like. Oh, that's happening over there, guys. Let's go. Like that. That draws me in way more than just here's this separate thing to do. So as a player, I want that. But as a a streamable esport i'm not sure that works you know because they don't the audience well, doesn't care so you can much. make
3: it on azeroth proper and then it's always there mm. right instead of it being tied to an expansion mm. um like the what's the what's the thing Gurubeshi arena arena well that but also what's the what's the one that uh there was like a special battleground 40 versus 40 uh, south shore versus uh oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. which we call it <laughs> yeah. yeah taren,
1: taren mill yeah. taren mills
3: yeah so like that is like something that's kind of persistent in the world not something that's tied to uh northrend yeah. or you know whatever new continent they come up with for the next like so if you if you just tie it to uh to azeroth i think then you can have it be kind of this forever place that's okay, mm-hmm. right? And it still has something to do with the world. You just like it exists as a
0: place you can go, like Guru Bashi Arena. <laughs> mean, but so like, so it doesn't you know, know, deprecate. It doesn't deprecate like like uh, uh, like Wintergrass did. It's it's it, yeah. it scales. Well, how the hell guys. would
3: I be going to Wintergrass for now,
0: right? Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I guess, but it doesn't. They can always, you know, they're not going to keep the exact same thing from one expansion to the next. They they're going to update it anyways. <laughs> yeah. so
0: I think. But, well they they might um, but, but the idea is that you don't you that you that to. content doesn't become old and no one's using it. Like this yeah, would yeah. benefit Blizzard as well because they do a lot of work on this stuff and then it just gets left there. There's so much content that just sits there.
1: They want yeah, but you want new stuff anyway. Yeah. I mean there are some basic things that stay in the game period, but mm-hmm. I mean that's a that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But um you know what it, it is? I tell
0: tell what's happening here Patrick. I'll, and I and I want you to I want you to keep that thought because something, <laughs> I've been sleeping with the enemy a little bit in the last few days. Uh, or last couple of weeks. I've been playing a little ESO. This, this Morrowind expansion had me interested. So I wanted to get back in and see kind of what was going on. Um, that game is vastly improved over what it used to be. And um, I got really hooked on it for a bit. Still am, sort of. And what's grabbing me, I think, more than anything. And I know that Guild Wars 2 did this as well. But there's this one Tamriel th- update they did, which made the entire world level with you or scale with you. Uh, it's like it's like Legion's content. You can start where you want and kind of jump around, and it scales with you. Um, th- except it's the entire world from beginning to end. No matter where you go, if you're at level ten, you're going to fight everything you're doing at level ten. The quests will be at ten. Your gear rewards will will be appropriately leveled, and so on. Um, I feel like if if WoW eventually got to the point where it could retrofit its entire game in that regard, I'm not sure they're going to, but Uh, The step legions definitely a step in the right direction. But if they did that uh, or maybe just the whole from here on out, it's like that. So then I could go to Legion content and level whatever I want at whatever level I'm at. That could go a long way to making some of this stuff more evergreen and not feeling like you have to leave it in the past because it was level 80 content. Do you know what I'm saying? That's possible.
1: Yeah, it it also has disadvantages because I think if you just start, I mean, it would have to be gated, I think, by expansion or something like that. Mm. Because if you can just start and go immediately to, you know, I don't know, the, the Kata content. Well, that's a bad example. It's everywhere. But, mm. you know, if you can just go to any expansion's content immediately and go level and they have a solution for new players, you can go and get your max level character at the time of the expansion so you can start with everyone else. But if it would feel weird if you went if you started a new character and started playing in, uh, you know, Legion from the get go, mm-hmm. and you could do that, you would have level five character characters running around in Legion.
0: Yeah, that would be weird. It doesn't necessarily um, go with their current structure. I totally agree with that. Um, like in the case of of ESO, every area has got its huge epic thing plus its big main character storyline thing that you do. But everything's got all these main uh, mainline quests and secondary quests and story quests and everything else, and so if I start in Daggerfall or if I start in Morrowind or if I start wherever, it doesn't care what level I am. It just says, "Oh hey, what's up? We got these. Uh, we got to take care of these trolls. They're in this cave. Go check it." out. And, like you just go. Right, 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 no, I understand how, you know, that. Works, sure, but, but my uh... my point my point being is that it seems like that would open things up for p for pvp opportunities and maybe not maybe maybe i don't think it has anything maybe it's got zero to do with it i don't know like i don't even know what eso's pvp world is like I, i know that it's there but i don't know what any of it how it works or if it's any good or whatever everyone always says guild wars 2 is the great standard for the best pvp in the mmo market I don't know if that still holds true, or people still have that opinion of well, like
3: dodging and all that kind of stuff
0: too. Right? Sure, so. sure, sure, sure. But then that brings me to the other point, which is, and we've taught, we've mentioned it a couple of times, so it's worth mentioning again. I think at some point, the the thrill and the and the thing that you're getting out of, you know, the gameplay loop you're getting out of PvP content in World of Warcraft is perhaps being better represented in other games on the Blizzard launcher. And that that may be the main reason people don't care anymore, or don't care as much as they used to about WoW PvP. And yeah, is that it's just
3: the smaller, it's shrinking. The, yeah. the people who care is shrinking. So so if you're
0: getting your if you're getting your 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 buzz off of Heroes of the Storm, then why would you play WoW PvP? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel. I feel like if I'm gonna go get into a battleground and go through all that rigmarole, I'm like, well, I may as well queue in in uh, Heroes and get some loot boxes and. You know, mm-hmm. basically do the same thing. Play a class I want to play, uh, use abilities I want to use, have a leveling experience, kind of a progression micro experience. Like the answer is there for me, and 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 I don't want it to be that way. Like I want the good work that the PvP people and WoW are doing. They are doing great work, but I guess I guess here's my question: Do we think ultimately at the end of the day these can only be little bits of window dressing on top of a much larger experience, and PvP can never truly be? uh you know a, a a thing that that on its own is a big compelling monster right alongside
1: well it is for some people yeah i guess there are yeah. some people who love pvp and that's all they do but if the question is can wow become a pvp first game i don't think so wow is definitely a pvp yeah. you know pve first mm-hmm. um i don't see that changing anytime soon although it um, i did, think there uh... are ways of uh, there are ways of making the PvP um, more compelling. I mean, mm-hmm. as we've discussed for an hour, back in Wintergrasp, we were all doing it. And I think there are uh, that idea of essentially multiple teams instead of two. Having like five or ten teams in a battleground could be something really interesting. Um, and by the way, you know that they're working on the next expansion and that probably the features have been set at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah imagine yeah. if they have that as a feature they're going to be like oh my god you're ruining it mm-hmm. <laughs> but um well the, but the yeah, weird thing about, about wow is they've they've
3: convinced all the people who don't even pvp to to, to still hate the other faction right yeah, which is yeah. kind of crazy <laughs> like the, I it, guess, yeah. the they, you know it's like they've found all these other ways to make people you know actually feel this sense of belonging to their own faction and yet, those sa- the same people who were, you know, who were tweeting at me at the beginning of this expansion when, you know, all, there was all the horde hate and the alliance hate, and everybody was going back and forth. Well, tons of those people never PvP and mm-hmm. like don't ever care about it, and don't actually. It's like they hate the horde, but they're like, "Oh, queue up and go fight the horde." Oh no, 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 no.
0: Yeah. No, I will. Uh, <laughs> I
3: will fight the horde through killing these bosses. Yeah, right? I
0: will hate them uh, from a distance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
3: so it's it's like there's, it's funny because it's. You're, I think you're right on the money that the PvP experience that people want isn't being met in World of Warcraft. But the the feeling of wanting to go out and get the other guy is there. So mm-hmm. it's there's something there's a disconnect between the feel, uh, the feeling of like having the fun doing the PvP and having the motivation, right? So yeah. like maybe you get motivated for a while, then you go in and then you realize, mm, yeah, people take too long to die. Or I'm not getting the gear as quickly as I want. Or what's the point? I think that's probably a little bit of it. And then also the other thing, too, is that WoW did kind of set this model for MMOs forevermore. Where it's like there were a lot of MMOs in the past that were very PvP focused. Mm-hmm. And then Wo- and like WoW was like, I feel like the first one where it was like you could do all of it. You could do both things. And both things were as fleshed out as possible. Because, uh, you know, some of the old school MMOs like Call, Call of Ashron or whatever that one was, like basically all people did was just fight each other. They would get together in these weird little rooms and fight each other. Uh, and that then, sounds... you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's I mean, that's how it worked. It wasn't even really like the same systems. It was they would like yeah, wager, and make up ways to make it work. Uh, and then, you know, you had like EverQuest where it wasn't really the thing. Like, it was more about like the, the PVE experience and stuff. And then now it's like every MMO kind of has to have a little bit of both. Yeah. And WoW really kind of did make that a thing, I think, where you got to have it all. I don't know if that's necessarily even like the best thing anymore for WoW. Maybe, well, <laughs> maybe, you know, and I hate to say it, but maybe like all the other things on the launcher are taking that PvP thing that people wanted to itch before and they didn't have another place for it. And now they're getting that from somewhere else, right? yeah and so they just they click they click different games for the for the different thing they want to do right now yeah the irony
0: the irony is that they i mean no okay let's look at before before wow there was dark age of camelot that was your big pvp thing and that game arguably in player the player base would probably agree with me was great at pvp but the pve eh, it was all right it wasn't great it was a means to an end it was Get leveled so you could do this realm versus realm thing, and that was pretty innovative at the time. WoW's like the flip of that. It's like this incredible, detailed, exploratory world with amazing story and and structure and elements that are just making an incredible PVE experience with some PVE thrown in. Like it's the other way around. It's like they like one of them, the two halves. One is definitely the dominant half. And I'm not sure that can ever be any different for Blizzard, because I don't think Blizzard cares to the if they want to go something with that straight PvE or PvP, they make they make Overwatch, right? There's there's yeah, story in there. A story. Yeah, yeah, there's story in there, and there's some fun to be had on that side of it, and there's these events where you do some, you know, co-op or whatever. But those experiences are primarily go shoot other dudes. It's an excuse to shoot other dudes. Whereas wow is an excuse to experience role play and character development and all of this and then if you wanna there's this little extra thing you can do if you're bored or although i will say
3: this man wow wow pvp is the great equalizer for people who suck at landing skill shots and shooting (laughs) people in fps's man you tab target and you're you're hitting that guy every single time so yeah uh there is still something about the mechanic of wow pvp that is always i think going to be uh very very fun and very satisfying it's just the matter of I, I think one thing you brought up at the beginning of the show patrick is really important and that is it feels like it takes forever to kill somebody right and when mm. you've got somebody locked on and you're fireballing that guy and his health isn't going down very much that's that's <laughs> frustrating that's not satisfying mm. right I, i'm hitting him with fireballs i want to see that health drop yeah. so i think that, i think there's just, just there's like it's like wow, PvP is a thing that still matters, and I think still could be super, super fun. It's just it's not quite scratching the same itch that we're getting in other places, yeah. and it could do it again with yeah. a cut. Like I think these ideas of a you know a big cool battleground with teams that go in that kind of stuff, but I think also. There are things that keep people out. And that is I go in and I just feel frustrated
0: the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. I, get I, stunned, I, I feel I get like I, blocked, I feel ineffectual. Yeah.
3: Right. And I don't want that feeling when I go in. I want to feel like I did stuff.
0: Yeah. There's a stun lock problem that makes wow. Great in PVP or PVE. That's terrible in PVP. I hate it. And I know they tried to address a lot of that stuff. And we should probably round out this discussion with with this. Uh, now that all the dust is settled on all the major. They made big changes to PVP for Legion. There's a progression yeah. system in there that wasn't there before. There were lots of carrots to draw people over and to get in there and to play. On the other end of that, how do we feel about how that went off? Do we think it landed? Did they stick that landing? Is there obviously there's still more to be done. There's always more to be done. But but did did that do enough? Especially you, Dills, as a as our as our most chronic PVP'er in the room. Did that do enough for you to keep you interested in that? On a regular basis, it did a basis? lot.
3: It did a lot. But I I don't think it did enough.
0: And I hope that. Uh...
3: And you know, and we we talked with Halinka at BlizzCon this last year. Yeah. I, I talked to him for a while before you showed up, Scott. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think he he knows the work isn't done, and I think um, I think we're seeing it that it's continuing. Uh, the The new brawl system has been really cool. So just, I think you just need more, but also you need the the kind of the basics to be that satisfying thing, right? Mm-hmm. Of like the, I, I'd say the one thing about the PVP system that we have now is that the fact that loot matters less is a double-edged sword, right? It, it does a lot of good to get people in, in the first place, but it doesn't do a lot of good to keep them there. Once you got them right. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I had always feel like I played a certain amount to get my gear. And then when the new season happened, I did that again. Now I'm kind of like, well, I, the new season happens. I don't really care. Right. I, I earned enough of my talents that I think I'm good, uh, and that kind of that once that progression ended, uh, the rest didn't really matter to me anymore. So it it did some good things, and then it came up short in a few others. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I think rotating brawls will always keep me somewhat interested. So if that continues to happen, then uh, I'll be very happy. But yeah, I think there's a couple other things too. Maybe get rid of some of the battlegrounds that aren't working very much anymore, and introduce mm-hmm. a few new ones. Um, make some arena maps that are a little more interesting rather than just running around pillars all the time. Maybe we can have tunnels and different levels and other things and, uh, Not, that would be Druid City. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I like right now it's like it feels no, like but there's I one idea yeah. when it yeah. comes to arena maps and it's pillars, right? It's yeah. things to hide behind,
0: and that's all there really is. Yeah. Right? So it's an empty room I, with pillars usually and a couple of elevations, yeah. but that's it.
3: Yeah. And I really you know, I really like things like like so the the ruins of Lordaeron I think, is the one with the giant uh like tomb in the middle, and yeah. everybody just runs in a circle around that when they get low. Yeah. That there's, kind of stuff there's sucks. There's the bridge man. in Orgrimmar.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. you don't like it?
3: That's no, I don't seeing? like just a pillar to run around. No, I, I like right. uh, I like things to be a little more interesting. Um, I don't know. It just to me, like, okay, what's what's the one that has like the water that that comes down? That's the Stallaran sewers or whatever, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Like yeah.
3: that one to me is pretty fun. There's there's the boxes to run around, but then there's like a main level, and then there's a second level you can jump down to that. And then, yeah, there's these boxes still, which I think are stupid. I think we <laughs> stop running around stupid pillars. Like, I, that to me is just so not fun.
0: Crates. One um, of the great one of the great staples of video games everywhere. Crates. Yeah. Sure. Good times. <laughs> but
3: I, and I understand the need for them. But maybe make them a little smaller. Cause th- I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're left. I'm a hunter. He's a druid. He just keeps running around in cat form, stopping and healing, and I'm trying to find him to finally be able to shoot him. Yeah. it's just dumb. It's not <laughs> fun for anybody.
0: Yeah. So as a druid, yeah. I agree. Yeah, you. Oh, sure. as a druid, you always agree though, right? Because
3: because you know what you have to do. You have to just stay away and heal up every now and then. And but yeah. it's you know just make things a little more interesting, more stuff to do. Yeah, yeah but that's like different I mean, types of obstacles. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's like just make it good i mean it's not that hard yeah i mean I, I still i have such i have
0: but, such yeah. a sympathy for that team because i feel like theirs is the greatest challenge they're given a yeah, a, a thing where they've got to figure out how to make it work and every time they try it's always very valiant efforts and and, and in many ways they succeed wildly and in other ways it falls short and then no one's ever happy and or I you mean, know. for
1: me that that meant that i could jump into pvp now and feel like i could contribute something Mm -hmm. you know it was it wasn't that incredibly you know incredible uphill battle where if i don't put in 10 hours then i'm not going to have the resilience so it's not going to matter anyway Mm -hmm. i'm just going to die for 10 hours until i can actually do something and that wasn't the case now when i jumped in Mm -hmm. so there is definitely a huge advantage to that uh approach to pvp right
0: i totally oh absolutely
3: i I 100 percent agree with that i just i just think once you get there you have to something has to keep you right Right. and uh the before you would get kept by the fact that i need to earn enough to then compete Mm -hmm. but i do remember the time where i would get to the point where i could then compete and then i just feel like i was done right right like now Mm -hmm. i'm the strongest i would go in and I'd, i'd have some fun I'd be like, hey, a yeah, wrecking ball achievement, uh, you know, in Warstone Gulch, I just stood in the middle and I just killed everybody who came at me. Which and is it, put, its own, it's own point,
1: benefit as well, like actually feeling stronger than everyone, certain, you know, all the noobs that you can own after having died for 10 hours. But mm-hmm. you also feel that's done, also,
3: though, when that happens. Like, I, yeah. and I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like in, uh, here, in Hearthstone when you earn 500 uh, wins in a class and you earn golden on that class. But you still have other classes that aren't golden yet, so I shouldn't be playing druid because that's golden already. I should go play paladin right now so I could earn golden there, and it—that's what happened to me in Hearthstone until I got all classes golden. Now I'm like playing everything, but it was—it uh, was the same thing. And wow, where I would earn all the gear for that season, and yes, I could go in and have a blast being the strongest guy in the battleground, but for some reason I just felt like now, just wait till next season now. Uh, and I don't know how they get you to continue to want to grind for something, because I think the thing that was left for me at that point was, oh, get uh, gladiator things, you know, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's that takes way too long. Yeah. Uh, so I would just I would just bow out at that point. And sure. I don't know. And now I bow out like right away. I got all my talents and I'm like, OK, cool. I don't need gear anyway. So I guess I'm just done. Yeah. I, I don't know how they continue to keep you in there, but there's
1: got to be something. Yeah, I agree. It shows yeah. you how you know, incredibly grind-based the game yeah. is. And mm-hmm. everyone who says, oh, I don't like the grind, and I don't want to keep doing... like <laughs> it's the only thing that keeps you doing stuff, man. Yeah, it, it really is the thing. So the, the issue isn't that there is grind. The, the loot grind and the reputation grind and everything is the game. The problem is when there's too much of it, but I really feel like people feel like there's too much of it when really that's what motivates them to keep playing. Yeah. You just Um, need it to
0: be, it needs to feel rewarding. And sometimes I think people confuse, uh, they just had so much of, so much of it. They confuse, you know, the idea that they maybe just need to step away and do something else with, it's a grind problem because the grind problem is video games.
1: you know? there there's there's a way to have no grind you just show up and you get the item yeah awesome
0: <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, know? yeah right. that's
1: possible you click a button and yeah. you get your item you yeah, keep sure. clicking that button yeah that's you know obviously that's dumb so yeah, yeah there may look
0: even in PUBG, there's a way for you to survive and be winner winner chicken dinner if you never fire a gun never pick a thing up and you're buck naked you just have to be lucky enough that no one ever sees you once and you are somehow hidden at the end and everyone shoots themselves simultaneously and the only one left living mm-hmm. like that's well, not by a the video way, game though, that's dumb yeah, I
3: think you gotta. If we can bring it back to that that comparison, because I think you know it's interesting that PUBG is kind of the new hotness, right? But what's the grind in PUBG? There isn't really. Like, I don't care about the units that I get at the end. I don't even know what the hell they really do. Right. Well, the grind there, so,
0: there, the grind there is get in, find a place, go get all your stuff, get as but geared no, but up I'm, as possible. I'm saying like
3: the grind of like, no, what am I really going? Like for? What other, am I trying to get? But you know what I'm trying to get? It's the same like every
1: other no. PVP. A PvP game. Yeah, there's no, no but
3: the grind reward. And is that every
0: time I play Overwatch? Right. And, right, right, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. the reward. Exactly.
3: i I just want to do the experience again. Right. right. Every time I'm done and I die. See, well, well, I but what that's that's my whole point I, I, loot.
0: that's I my agree, point. That is a that is a I, form of grind. It's just a great grind. It feels great, and it doesn't well, feel like work. It feels like a fun thing to do every
1: time. Well, then it's not grind. It's just you're enjoying. You want to play the game. It's like a game of football. Yeah, yeah. You go play football because you're enjoying it. But keep in mind we've been playing wow for 10 years yeah i've been playing yeah. tub g for two weeks i, I think there's, a, there's know, a, many there's,
3: times in wow i just wanted to click the battleground button again
0: because i had so much fun in the previous sure game. that's definitely sure,
3: true sure that's that there's no way that i'm going to pretend
0: like that's we've not that we've all had that i think i've now. had that even and i'm not even that big into pvp ever in this yeah. game so
3: we're showing up to raid every week whether you get gear or not because you just love it right like that's yeah. definitely true
0: and it's still better if you get gear yeah. Be wrong, yeah, 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 yeah. let's be honest Come on. yeah the gear always helps it's never a bad thing anyway well we'll see how uh, things move in the future uh, Holinka if you're listening I know he listens to the show on the regular we'd love to have you back sometime talk about uh, the oh next God, set of plans to to yeah it. he's he's always really good to talk to about this stuff and I think his team's works their freaking butt off so I'd love to know more also that leads us you know, to this if, question. If nothing yes.
1: else, yeah. just, just to finish off, you guys got me really excited about what they're going to do in the next expansion for PvP. There you go. So, See? Look curious. what we did.
0: Look what we've done, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of what Blizzard may do next, uh, they have announced they are going to Gamescom there in Europe. That will happen again in Germany this year. Uh, that's what, in July, I guess? Uh, uh, August. 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 Uh, I think it's end of August uh, this year. So what do you think
1: they'll they'll... Will they announce something? Well, that's
0: my question, because since it's later in August, and August is getting darn close to BlizzCon. BlizzCon's earlier, and Gamescom is later this year. uh, Do they even bother with a big announcement? Do they just wait for BlizzCon? Like I I don't even know if it's an expansion. Because Legion happened there, right? That was the announcement at Gamescom uh, two years ago. So... It's entirely possible that they use this as another launching pad to say, here's the name of our next expansion. Here's a short little fun teaser clip or whatever. And then they'll really get into it at BlizzCon. Uh, But I don't know. So I'm curious what you guys think. Patrick, you think we're going to get anything major, at least uh, out of WoW or otherwise? You think anything big will happen at Gamescom?
1: I think it's a bit early for WoW. Um, It might happen, but I think it's a bit early. Mm. I think the, the best candidate is an overwatch short with a new character um and we also have the possibility of having something diablo related mm. which would be really exciting but i do think the best candidate is a new overwatch character
0: mm. okay uh dills you think we're gonna what do you think we'll see uh
3: gamescom i have no freaking clue man um uh, maybe we could get some sort of hint about whatever the next expansion could be but probably not yeah Maybe I mean I, I agree with Patrick. It feels, it feels like early. we're getting close to when we should start hearing stuff. Yeah, um, if we
0: don't hear here, we'll hear at BlizzCon. I mean, I'm no, uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, that BlizzCon would make a lot of sense yeah. for sure this year. But I would I mean, like to at least get a teaser. Yeah, I want to get Seven two
1: will will probably have seven two five at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably released right by by August. Yeah, I'm guessing should have. Yeah. So yeah. the next the next step is 7.3, which is the last patch. Which you know maybe they're they're going to be talking about that yeah maybe that's gonna yeah be the, the
0: last patch would make even
1: overwatches sure yeah but
3: just just give me something where i can just give me something where i can speculate i want to spec i want yeah. some speculation time how how, I mean? how how yeah. is uh... I, i'm getting
1: very excited about the next expansion like i know we're still in the middle of the, of this one yeah. and i'm enjoying it very much but it's like oh my god what happens after argus like do we have the void lords like what, it is, feels, what is it feels vi- good yeah we're going it, pretty deep into yeah. like what the
3: what the actual uh, lore of the entire universe of Warcraft kind of is, yeah. and then so, Azeroth, yeah,
1: uh, Titan, Soul, what is it? World Soul, World Something, and mm-hmm. then, but yeah. It's funny. To Overwatch. See. It might be a little bit late, actually, for the next character. I'm looking
0: Maybe at. I'm weird. looking at the tw- the uh, the Legion announcement at Gamescom, and I had forgotten Tom Chilton was still up front and center, and and Ian was back on a chair someplace. And there's been big changes. Ian's uh, or um, Chilton's now on them. Whatever secret projects they're working on, the think tank stuff, whatever. And Ian's up front and center now. I don't know if that makes any difference. I think Ian's done a hell of a transition job, um, but. This video is interesting to see this much. I'd forgotten Tom was. Yeah, still. do
1: you remember how excited we were to get the the like the announcement with Legion and 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 uh, probably I can't remember if we knew that uh, that uh, Illidan was gonna be back, but I think yeah. we
0: knew from the then they show the little teaser where Gul'dan went to the oh, tomb, like and, where Gul'dan is yeah. like he he looks at the yeah the yeah, trade. that was pretty awesome yeah. at the time. I remember thinking, but yeah. um, but yeah, I don't. I think Patrick's right. I wonder how, um, how is Overwatch in Germany and in Europe in general? Like, is it got the same? Oh, it's popular everywhere. Okay. <laughs> it's
1: popular all over the world. So, so but, but I mean, a, a short is, is very likely. That was what happened last year with uh, the Bastion short, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so
0: yeah you're right about I that. I think
1: they might do a short.
0: Okay. So, so, probably a short, probably some reference to that. I bet any Diablo news gets saved for for blizzcon it's too big if you're if you're doing a full expansion if it's not and if it's just more character pack stuff maybe this is a good place to say and we're bringing the amazon back or whatever um that's possible i guess (laughs) so we will see those are our uh predictions they're not great predictions but they're predictions nonetheless all right (laughs) let's jump into some quick roundup from uh, blizzard stuff all over the place tomb of sargeras rolled out schedule is up normal and heroic hit on june 20th 27th for mythic so stay tuned Um, for that yeah
1: just want to say, Scott. How long have you been playing WoW?
0: I've been playing WoW since Alpha in 2003. So how long is that?
1: And you still can't
0: spell Sargeras. Sorry, it's Sar- not Gar- Sargaris. Sargeris. Darn it. Sargarius. Sargeras. Sargeris. <laughs> S. S. A. R. Who is this Sargaris
1: you speak of? Gajarius. He is
0: evil brother sar gary there i got it um that's happening in heroes of the storm on tuesday that means the launch of Malthail, reaper of souls boss he's awesome i played him in uh in uh, test play he's great he's an assassin he's a badass very excited uh for him so he's going to be in there overwatch the anniversary event ends and you get double xp this weekend i'm going to be playing a little of that i think just to get my double xp so watch for that and also the anniversary ends patrick any uh, as a guy who is on a overwatch podcast overwatchers how do you feel about this event did it go well did you get all your skins like what's your what's your take
1: yeah well no I didn't get all the skins because that is impossible um, but I did <laughs> I did enjoy the anniversary event the skins are cool the, the dances I got quite a few of them um, but yeah over the weekend do go in play in arcade mode to get uh, the three extra loot boxes you can get one if you win. Three games, so couple that with the double XP. It's a bunch of loot boxes, and it addresses a little bit of the issue that people had with the difficulty of getting all of the cool loot. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really liking it. I have a lot of uh, dance moves, and I'm going to be buying some uh, other ones before the, the event is done. And now I'm looking forward to what's going to happen for the summer games.
0: Also in uh, Diablo, we do have no Necro date yet, but the Necromancer beta continues to please. As far as I'm concerned, I think it's pretty awesome. We did get intro, uh, kind of whatever those cutscene style, scrolly looking things I did for all the characters in Diablo. We got that for both the male and female Necros. And it looks great. Very stoked about that. And I don't know what's happening in Hearthstone. Feels like kind of things are a little quiet since the last expansion. Uh, Dills, any anything jumping at you? Or you're like, oh, man, uh, that's a huge deal or whatever.
3: Well, there's not like any huge news, but we have had some recent kind of uh, just quality of life improvements. You can now import decks through like deck codes and stuff like that. So before you'd have to find a deck list online and then look at it and find the cards in your collection and put them in uh now basically you can just copy to your clipboard and when you open hearthstone and click new deck it says hey i see you have something copied in your clipboard Do you want to import this deck and then you say yeah and it builds it for you so oh, nice that's really awesome uh they ha- now have the ability to stack gold and non-gold cards in your deck list as well so if you have one gold and one non-gold it doesn't have two separate slots which means your deck lists are now Um, much more squished together, Mm -hmm. which is great too. So there's just been a lot of like small things. And Ben Broad also came out and sounded a little bit more interested in the idea of a tournament mode and some ladder changes. So I think the next expansion should be, should be pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping that we get a bunch of new cards and also a couple of new features. So I don't know. Things are, things are looking up, but it's been slow going. Yeah, I will definitely say that like that. I think the Hearthstone being on mobile thing, as great as it is, yeah. is also had a limiting factor on how quickly they can release new things. I can see that. Yeah. So it's yep. it's again, it's like there's a little bit of
0: little bit of good and bad in the in the whole can play on my iPad thing. Sure. Well, there you go, everybody. Uh, in light of all of that, we do have a quick email here brought to you by this little bumper.
1: Hear ye, hear ye.
0: Why? It's the town crier.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. Let's take a look at an email. We got at The at gmail.com. And it came to us from Eric who says this. Hello, Scott and crew just wanted to say, I really enjoyed the overwatch show recently, even though I don't play the game or FPSs at all. Uh, really. It was just some really interesting conversation about the future of the game. Thinking of giving destiny a shot uh, to dip my toe in now, keep up the great work. Best Eric. Uh, this email, the reason I play this is first of all, thanks uh, or read this is thank you for saying that um, we we have kind of a new initiative here on the show, which is to say instead of trying to be, hey, let's be jack of all everything trades every week and talk about everything is as, as detailed as possible. And every game Blizzard makes or even every patch note that comes out for WoW or whatever. Instead, we want to be much more discussion oriented and talk about topics and sometimes those will be very concrete topics all the way to the very philosophical stuff like today's pretty philosophical look at pvp and what they could do Um, so i figured this email gave me a chance to sort of explain that to people that that's that's what we're into right now Um, the feedback has been really good people like it sometimes that focuses on a game they're not necessarily interested in but it's a discussion in gaming that they get something out of anyway so in a time where there's not a lot happening in the world of Warcraft in terms of news, we've decided to take it and focus it on lore occasionally, or like today on PvP, and another time it might be, what's what's the deal with mages these days? Or sometimes it'll be, why is Overwatch's new map better than all the rest of them? Or blah, blah, blah. But these more discussion-based topics are kind of the, the modus moving forward. And uh wanted to let people know that if you hadn't already noticed, it probably didn't even need explaining. But I appreciate it when people write it and let us know how they feel. Uh so let us know the instance at gmail.com.
3: Except when they write it and tell us that they think it sucks. Yeah, then there's trouble and we don't like it. You. Yeah. Actually we haven't gotten any, we haven't had
0: any of that so far, so that's that's made me happy. <laughs> but anytime you try I mean, to... I, I
3: think there is there is definitely um you know, this has always been a World of Warcraft show. Yeah. And the reason why it kind of became more of an all encompassing Blizzard Show wasn't necessarily because we just didn't want to do a Warcraft show. It was because there was it was just kind of like, well, what are we supposed to do with what we're being given, right? Mm-hmm. As a weekly show. Sure. And a lot of other podcasts went through this. I remember Mick Montgomery uh doing an entire episode uh about where do wow content creators go from here, mm-hmm. right? When there's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And and it was great for us, I think, at first to be like, hey, well, we'll just kind of cover all the games, but then it was like well, sometimes we're just not talking about WoW for extended periods of time. So I like I like the idea of just having it be a conversational thing where we can really go into, not necessarily what the latest news is, but just here's a facet of WoW or MMOs in general or gaming in general, mm-hmm. and let's uh, let's go a little deeper, sure, and just actually have a discussion. I think it's great. Plus, I've been having a lot of fun. plus
0: people at home. You know, you've got the opportunity to to mail in your thoughts if you want uh, a discussion about a particular topic in Warcraft or outside of it. Uh, we're happy to take those suggestions, mull those around. We talk about it during the week, and then we kind of build a show around it. So anyway, I'm really pleased with the direction we're going. Um, I like that we have a French guy. Uh, there's nothing to complain about, really. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It just felt like I had to say that. I, I
1: think, you know, everyone should have a French guy in their <laughs> life, and uh, I feel sorry for those who don't. So, yeah, I appreciate that comment.
0: Sure, why not? Um, that's going to do it for the show. Real quick here, though, let's go around the table. So Patrick and I have some big content um, discussion coming up here over the weekend. Of course, it is pre-E3, starting this year on Sunday. <laughs> this is nuts, right? Hold on. Saturday, I'm sorry. Starting it's Saturday. It's actually
1: Saturday with EA, and so I'm going to Paris for a week and I figured, you know, I'm going to take a plane on Saturday. Nothing's going to happen on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. EA went ahead and put their conference on Saturday evening, t- my time. Yeah. So screw you, EA. I'm not going to be able to cover it live with you, Scott. <laughs> yeah. That frustrates me. But um, yeah. the other ones will do.
0: All the other ones we're going to do, all the major stuff. Patrick and I have had a tradition now for three years to watch all of the, uh, the uh, stage panels that they do for E3. And we do live commentary for them. Right here at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants. Either one will get you there. Um, and we're going to do it at all the times that those conferences start. This year we will be joined occasionally by the likes of John Jagger, probably see Brian Dunaway. Basically, it's the Boop and Pixels crossover event we do every year. And then at the end of all of it, after a few days of coverage, and we'll put all this up on feeds and everything else. You can find it all at frogpants.com and at frenchspin.com. But at the end of it all, Patrick and I will get together for a big mega podcast called the boopsle boot what do we call it pick i think it's book souls is it's really terrible name but um <laughs> but we're gonna we'll get together and we'll kind of do a summation of everything that e3 was and uh we love doing it it wears us out we're super pooped when we're done especially patrick because his he's up at like four in the morning watching some of this stuff and he gets real sweary it's awesome so you guys want to make sure to catch <laughs> it uh so anyway follow us on twitter Uh, At Scott Johnson, at not Patrick, and uh, find out when all the shenanigans will be taking place. And I will be doing the EA conference on Saturday with John Jagger, it looks like, uh, for that one. And then for everything else, uh, expect Patrick and I for sure. And then, you know, I might
1: watch it from from my uh, uh, bus when I'm getting home and uh, swear at you in my head.
0: You can swear at me anytime you like. It's a good feeling. It makes my groin tingle. All right, let's move it over to Dills. Dills, what's going on this week? Anything cool you want to mention?
3: Uh, let's see, nothing really going on, especially this week. Uh, well, Dills Hearthstone League has started up again, so check out my channel for me casting some of those games. Uh, we had some games from week number one, so twitch.tv slash willydills, casting some of those Hearthstone matches, and outside of that, we're watching the Warriors tonight, so... Won't be no stream tonight, but Mm -hmm. a lot of PUBG, a lot of Hearthstone on my channel.
0: Yeah, and that we had a ball last night. We got to play. Yeah, we got to do
3: more of that, man. That was really cool. I I like like squads a lot. That was, it was fun having people to talk to while you're in that (laughs) early phase of looting. And then it's, you know, like I, I I, I don't know, like the I've done some solo, and it's all just intensity and being scared. We have four people. You're kind of like, eh. Maybe one of them will get shot.
0: Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you're with your crew. It's good. Yeah. So, uh, and, and
3: I got a couple kills. It was great. Yeah. Huh? That, that game that night. game
0: is that game loop is something else. Um, but yeah, watch for more of that. Of course, S. No, 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 sorry. Uh, Twitch.tv. No, no, Twitch.tv slash williedills That's right. No more SF. I always forget. That's yep. off there now. Dills yep. on Twitch. Catch, check him out, subscribe. It's going to do it everybody. Big thanks to everybody for listening. Live chat people, you guys are awesome. Sorry we haven't talked to you much in this, but hey, we're talking to you all the time. We just didn't take your questions. But you guys are awesome, and we love you very much. Uh, It's going to do it for us. Uh, What else? Oh, theinstance.net is our website. Find all our details there. Get the show however you get it. Instant show on Twitter. Scott Johnson, Willie Dills, not Patrick, and the underscore T for Terpster. Uh, All our best to him. More shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, and for Dills. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Little chin storm stout in my life.
2: Puzzling presidential post leads to a breach of Blizzard pet protocol. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. One of the ways that Blizzard has worked to maintain interest in a game that is now more than a decade old is the use of Easter eggs, which have come to require increasingly convoluted solutions to find. But sometimes a slip up in security can give the game away. Such a case happened recently and from quite an unexpected source. The president recently tweeted a late-night message that trailed off into a word that was, to say the least, not in the dictionary. Most readers assumed he had nodded off and fat-fingered both the word and the send button, but he later insisted that this was not the case. On a hunch, dedicated Easter egg hunters dove into the latest 7.2.5 PTR build, treating the word as some sort of clue. They were rewarded when they visited the northern shores of Stormheim, where the remains of Sylvanus Windrunner's fleet lay after being attacked by the Alliance. Amidst the hulks coated in toxic waste, the searchers found a small French poodle that had absorbed enough of the goo to be glowing a bright green color. We'll never know why Blizzard shared this info with the president, but they now rue the day he gave up the secret of Cove Fifi. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.
0: This show is part of the Frogpants Network. Frogpants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.